0: Hello, it's Jim Conley, your host of this episode of the Science Lab Radio Podcast. We have an exciting show today. We have Heidi Smith from Front Range Community College, who's going to share with you her top tips as to how you can take in any face-to-face course and integrate virtual labs with the lecture, really connecting up a lot of those concepts that y'all have for your students on the lecture and lab. Really excited today. And I'm going to turn it over to Heidi Smith here so she can share her wonderful insights with you. And also want to mention that you can get the visual portion of this on uh, a video link that I'll post in the show notes. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Science Lab Radio Podcast. Take it away, Heidi.
1: Hi. My name is Heidi Smith and I teach Microbiology at Front Range Community College in Fort Collins, Colorado. And I just wanted to take a couple of minutes to talk to you about how you can enhance your lecture course using some of the virtual labs from McGraw-Hill. I have an example that I want to show you just a week in in the life of one of my students um, by taking you directly into a Connect example. And so I just pulled this one week out of my entire course just to make it easier to see and more clear um, in this video. Uh, But really what I wanted you to take a look at is how I've been able to use some of the virtual labs to enhance and supplement some of the things that we're talking about in class, specifically things that we talk about in class that are difficult and things where sometimes implementing a lab would be um, not cost effective, um, not time sensitive and really difficult to do. And so I I made an example uh, right now, we happen to be in week six and we're studying bacterial genetics in class, um, which for us is chapter nine and chapter 10. Um, But I'm just going to kind of give you an example of of this week. You know, students in my course, you know, would be completing reading assignments before they came to class, utilizing the smart book in, um, in Connect. And so reading through the chapter and going through that adaptive reading experience to really make sure that they've mastered the concepts I want them to before lecture the students would be coming to class and and we'd be talking about the important concepts from that chapter Um, and then students would be completing later on a homework assignment um, that i refer to as a critical thinking homework assignment and here's where i use a lot of those interactive click and drag type questions case study style questions from the question banks to really get them to work with the material and think about it at a much deeper um, level so kind of those higher blooms level style questions um, but one of the things that I noticed can be really helpful is when students, you know, students will tell us lab really helps them understand what we're teaching them in lecture. And and many times we can do a good job of that and we have great hands-on lab experiences. Other times, like I said, it, it just isn't something that's feasible, um, whether it's time or money or equipment. And so one of those examples would be f- Like Helping the students really understand horizontal gene transfer. Um, It's hard for them to kind of get a perspective of something that's on such a small level. Um, And so allowing them to complete a virtual lab on bacterial transformation really helps them understand what it is that they just read in Chapter 9. Um, then as they move into the you know, biotechnology uh, chapter, for example, where they're learning about gene cloning, you know, that bacterial transformation lab really helps them begin then to understand even some of those um, further concepts down the road. Um, PCR is another thing that in our classroom, we really just don't have the equipment and the time um, to do with our, with our classes on campus. But what a, what a difficult concept for students to really understand what we mean when we talk about the amplification of DNA. And so to allow them to go through a virtual lab on the polymerase chain reaction get to practice it, help kind of see what it is are they putting in, what's coming out on the other side and and how is this important? What's the purpose of this overall um, lab technique in in their understanding of of chapter nine and chapter 10 and beyond? And and so one of the things that I found is that the virtual labs aren't just something to think about as a pre-lab experience um, to prepare students, not just something to think about um, if you're teaching fully online, But really something to consider adding in these small virtual lab simulators um, into your lecture experience so that students see that there's a connection between what they're learning in the chapters, what they're learning from your lectures, and then just a hands-on experience that really brings it home for them. And so I strongly encourage you to look through the list of over 100 simulators um, in the virtual labs in Connect and see where some of those could be things that normally you never would have expected students to do or had the opportunity to do hands-on and give them that virtual learning experience so that they can understand the material that often is really difficult for them. So here's just a small example, but I encourage you again to look through that long list and see examples of labs that maybe you don't normally do on campus but that you can implement into these um, sort of organized modules where it goes along with the actual lecture that you're completing in class that week. Hopefully, this has been an exciting thing for you to think about, and uh, hopefully, it'll help your students really learn some of those difficult concepts.